Welcome to the Loosest Sense, the week ending the uh, 7th of November. This week, we have had COP26, leading to some of the worst memes on the internet and some of the most garbage takes. Uh, my favorite is, how many times can you fit COP out into one one paragraph of a news article? And the other one is... What's Greta Thunberg doing? What is she about? What is how did she get here? Is she travel did she travel by wind power? Was she skipped across the sea by a giant Yeah, garbage takes, utterly garbage takes uh, from the media over COP26 and ultimately an agreement that no one's going to be held to. Your views of the entire COP26 anything funny, anything memeable? She got there by train, Stephen. That's how Greta arrived. I'd run a train on her. Is she old enough? How old is Greta Thunberg? (laughs) (laughs) Have I just outed myself as a paedophile? We've got to start the show again already. (laughs) No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Trust me. Uh, I think she is of legal age in Glasgow. (laughs) Greta Thunberg is a... Oh, googling Greta Thunberg's age. She's 18! Woohoo! I'm not cheering because she's 18. I'm cheering because it doesn't make me a paedophile to have said that sentence. Thank you very much. Do you find, uh, do you find Greta Thunberg sexy? In the same way I find... Uh, no, not in the slightest. She looks like a child. I don't fancy 18-year-olds anymore. Not even interested. I don't... Like, I look at them. She looks 15 to me, Greta Thunberg, right? And so do most... Is that why you fancy her? Oh, yeah. I just want to smell her feet. Nothing weird. Especially if she walked all the way to Glasgow. Ah, oh, yeah. Mm. Imagine that. Her shoes are probably made of hemp, so her feet are probably nice and soft. I just, like, some of the articles, like, literally, I've seen, like, you know, like, you go to the editorial bit of, like, newspapers or what uh, your online sources, and it'll say, what is Greta, who is Greta Thunberg and what does she want? A question mark. It's like a child. And not to be swimming to swimming to a job in the future. I think it's pretty clear what she wants. What she wants is not the end of humanity as we know it on this planet. <laughs> it's a pretty clear and concise aim, I think. She was outside having a chance this week, wasn't she? She got in trouble for swearing, for saying arse. She's 18. And what an arse it is. <laughs> I'm doubling down. I don't know why. I don't know. Like, why do I have to sexualize this person that I have absolutely no interest in? Is it to undermine her argument? Am I am I an MI6 asset now? I think you want the people of Bangladesh to swim to work. <laughs> in fairness to me, if I can't go to the Maldives, no one should be able to. I was reading some, uh, some articles on some people who lived on the very front line of the... Uh, climate crisis like some some geezer who lived in some south pacific island that was shrinking by the end and i was like probably just move like like just just like go somewhere else it's like my son moved to the mainland because he was worried about us getting wet all the time i was like well go with him just like move a bit inland it's fine okay i've got i've got a i've got a real good take for you where do you move yeah but i, I see your point Stephen. but when <laughs> When you're sat on the beach with your picnic and the sun and the sea starts coming in, if you stay there getting fucking wet eating your sandwiches, you're a fucking dickhead, aren't you? 
but the picnic analogy doesn't matter. Right, okay. What I'm going to say is all of your assets are in the picnic basket. The picnic basket is your home. If you can't sell your home because it's worthless, where do you go? We take it with you. Put it in the back of your car. Drive off. That works with a picnic basket, but not exactly like a rooted house with a cellar, you know? Well, you just have to leave, won't you? Become a climate refugee. I know it's been mentioned, but it seems like the most sensible option. <laughs> right. So your, your policy is, yeah, just loads of homeless people. What are you talking not about? homeless people, Stephen. Refugees. They're different. Right, okay. Homeless people take drink or drugs. Refugees is not their fault. Why? Okay, so... So a lot to unpack there. <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe we're five minutes in and me hitting on Greta Thunberg isn't the most problematic thing we've said. <laughs> um yeah. Like to be honest, like it's just it just feels like they like the like the government is like the world government is just going, ah, but we're making a lot of money here not doing anything about the climate. I think they know how far on, how far gone it is, and they know that it doesn't matter what we do now and that Elon and Jeff are right and we need to fuck off to Mars, Stephen. I think they've seen the real numbers. I I think abandoning the planet isn't exactly like... I'm keen. I'd, I'd like to live on Mars, but I'd like the option of coming back home. They say a change is as good as a holiday. I just, you know what? I just don't like sand, and Mars looks very gritty. It does look very gritty, doesn't it? We just have to wear flip-flops all the time. Yeah, mad, but, uh, like we've all had sand in our foreskin, and that is unpleasant. I haven't, Stephen. I don't have a foreskin. I'm sorry that you were mutilated as a baby. <laughs> I'm sorry that women like my penis. <laughs> they don't. I've never heard that. I've never heard that of anyone. <laughs> no one's ever gone, do you know what Binus has got? A nice penis. I've never <laughs> heard it. Not a sentence I've heard. That's because I don't show it to many people, Stephen. You should. No, you're, think... a, you're an ops manager in the drinks industry. How have you not it... shown everyone who works for you your penis? I keep it safe and warm in my house. <laughs> Just on a shelf. Just on a shelf, yeah. <laughs> Break glass in case of sex yeah, emergency. It's pretty, dust, pretty, pretty dusty up there. Oh. Um, Speaking of climate stuff, did you see what happened in India after the Diwali festival? I did not know. So Diwali is a festival of light. It's celebrated with uh, fires and fireworks. And uh, five days after, it basically looks like the plot of Dune has occurred. <laughs> Sandstorms are plenty. It basic it's uh, led to dangerous air pollution. Um, it's Why this year? Because well, of the sap. Every of the- year, Devali. I don't really. I uh, remember. I remember something about a monkey getting over a river. Um. So. In some accounts of the story, it is um, the return of... Because they've got a uh, a pantheon of gods. It's one god returning uh, after 14 years of exile, after defeating uh, 
a the the big bad that represents darkness. It's light overcoming darkness. Knowledge. Was he disguised as a monkey? I they they have like uh, there's an elephant one. There's Shiva. There's a couple of ones with lots of arms. There's yeah, a couple it's, of ones with lots of arms. Yeah, there's two with lots of arms. There's uh, the elephant god and Shiva. They both got lots of arms. There's there's another one, but I don't know the name of that one. I don't know much about um, uh, that re- Hinduism, to be honest. I, I wasn't really exposed to much Hinduism, um, but yeah, the, it does. It happens. It's like a, a lunar, a lunaristic religion. So it happens like in between uh, a three week period of October and November, and whenever the moon's right. They have the festival. Yeah, yeah. Seems a bit hard for your planning. I suppose Easter's on a fucking stupid day, isn't it? Yeah, Easter moves all the time because of the same thing. It's uh, it works on where the moon is or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, because these like the the Christian calendar is based off the pagan calendar. That's where that's why Christmas is where it is because Christmas used to be a pagan holy day. Doesn't Chris? Doesn't Christmas move in relation to the sun or the moon? Um, it's, it's, uh, so that works off stars, a location of stars or where they were at that certain point. So the 25th was when, uh, the stars would be in a certain place in the sky and it's, it was celebrated as a pagan festival. And when it changed, they used the 25th and the 25th have stayed because of, uh, basically, you know, it's an extension of the Roman empire. And if there's something that the Roman empire was really good at, it was having dates and times for things. No one's got a fucking clue what's going on, have they? No, no, it's all, it's all, we're all just uh, free, we're all free associating until we die, yeah. Not a fucking clue. We're all trying to think we're special because we're at the end of something. Oh, it must be the end of the world, that means we're special. Because we definitely weren't here at the start of the world, we know that, that's very clear. So I think if we believe that we're at the end of the world, then somehow we feel more special. It, it it kind of feels like that, doesn't it? Or like trying to make trying to basically, we're a little bit purposeless, aren't we? That like not a lot of people have purpose on this planet. Would no you? No one. All we do, all we do, is seek out things to give us a purpose because we don't fucking have one, and it's really confusing. Exactly. Yeah. But like people, dis- people mistake purposelessness for meaningless. I wouldn't say that my 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 life is particularly meaningless, but I that's because of the. The transition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the way I hate myself and don't do anything about it. I'm just like, ooh, is, I'm gonna feel bad for a couple of decades and then have a heart attack. That's that's the vibe, isn't it? And I'm like high fiving myself about it. I'm like, yeah, let's go. That's the plan. <laughs> Style it out till you die. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but you know, like like we the like and every generation, it feels like so. We're we're the same generation, right? But the people just a little bit older than you are the a generation X, right? I read a book about Generation X, therefore I don't think I'm in Generation X. Uh it's like Yeah, we're women like women Copeland novel. It was good that. Yeah, yeah. We talked we talked about the other thing called I think it was called this concept called it's called retroactive memory. Yeah. And it was about how um People were didn't have memories anymore because they just focused on like taking pictures and not weren't living in the moment. 
and it became so true. It was really interesting. Yeah. Um, for me, like, yeah, that it just it just it just feels like for every generation has passed on this purposelessness, and it just gets deeper and deeper. And now we're at a, now the the generation below below me, like they genuinely have like made an art of purposelessness, you know, but meaningless is meaninglessness has stepped in and you're just like, eh, <clears throat> don't let it bother you that much. Speaking of purposelessness. I don't think purposelessness is a word. I, it's gotta be. It sounds like a word. It's got all the things that make it a word. It sounds like three words, purpose, less and ness that you somehow <laughs> cobbled together. That's how words work. It's called a portmanteau. Purposelessness. Oh, it's it is a word, word, Stephen. Sorry. I thought so. If there's one oh, thing right. that I know, is it's useless words. Purposefulness? That yeah. doesn't seem like a word either. Yeah. I think- it's amazing. The length of time you look at a word is directly correlated to how unrealistic it seems. Oh, uh, that's that's got a name. There's a name for that. I've forgotten the name because obviously I don't read anything. I just put in facts in my brain because I don't have a personality. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think knowing that that's got a name is a substitute for a personality. It's worked out for me so far, but I've got to be honest with you. Giraffes don't have voice boxes. What do you <laughs> mean giraffes a... don't have voice boxes? Don't have voice boxes. Um... How do they talk? <laughs> don't. Don't. When have you had a conversation with a giraffe? Well, not, I don't speak giraffe. Do I? It'd be pointless trying. No, they, they click and stuff. They don't have a voice box. Like that African vowel sound. Oh, like clicking. Uh, they've got, That's got they, a name too, hasn't it, that you, that you probably know? There's five different clicks, and each one is represented by a different um, like keyboard thing. So the, the, t- the soft palate click that... Yeah. Yeah, that's an exclamation mark. And is at the start of some names. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice noise, that I like it. Yeah, it's good. There's ones that are the side of the mouth where you do it with your cheek and stuff. It's it's really cool. Um, but yeah, spe- speaking of purposelessness, Owen Patterson <laughs> and uh, the Tory government, uh, I think that they're doing uh, sustainability really good. They're doing that many U-turns that soon we'll be able to power the north of England with their U-turns. Any good? Any good? Do you like that piece of business with us? It was okay. Um, I mean, it's been a wild ride this week, hasn't it? Let's just sort of, for those of us who aren't quite as abreast of this Owen Patterson story, let's run the timeline, eh? Yeah. So Owen Patterson, Tory MP. Uh, Shropshire, I think, off the top yeah, of my yeah. head. Shropshire. Might be wrong. Um, Begins with S. And he is accused of taking money off two companies, one called Randox and one called like Lynn Country Food Farms or something. Um, they are both in the food distribution area. Um, and he basically took a load of money off them in exchange for asking questions in Parliament, which is commonly referred to as lobbying and is very, very, very much against the ministerial code. Also, um, he wasn't <clears throat> accused of it. He was found guilty of it. Sorry, he was found guilty of it. Yeah. Um, so he was found guilty by a lady called Catherine Stone, who's the Parliamentary Standards Commissioner. Yeah. Right? And then basically, what happened was, as a result of this, Boris decided to just tear up the rule book. 
and then had a vote on whether they should just abandon any sense of moral duty for MPs, as far as I can tell. And he also made it a whip issue. Yeah, so he actively forced his colleagues to vote in favour of there just being no... Oh, no. So what he wanted was the parliament... So, right, okay. So what happens is, right, you you get a suspension. And anything above a 10-day suspension means that you're, like, derelict of your duties, so there needs to be a by-election. Uh-huh. So 10 days triggers a by-election, right? And what they wanted was recourse for an MP to, um, like, go, I don't think those findings are right. Can I have, like, a retrial? You know what I mean? So re- they wanted, like, recourse for MPs, which doesn't sound unreasonable. It's something that I, I, I think needs to happen. You shouldn't just be, you know... You, you, everyone has the right to appeal, okay, apart from MPs. So yeah. it's it's a case that should be heard, but the timing of it is exceptionally cynical, especially when he is seen as a main proponent and backer of Boris Johnson, and he has a lot of votes that he bears to the table because he's an old school Tory. So they have a majority of 81. They can pretty much do whatever they want in government, right? Yeah. They make it a whip issue, but the whip is really confusing. And lots of people abstain. It brings their entire... um, So their 81 majority brings it down to 18. And then the U-turn on it anyway. Very quickly as well. I think the the U-turn had already started before the votes were cast. Exactly. And uh, like it led to quotes like, oh, I found out about it in the in the newspaper that we were voting for this. I found out about it in the Daily Telegraph, you know, and people were like, this is, this is just bad. Uh, one of the new, new, they're called new intakes, right? You know, the ones that become, become new members of parliament in, yeah. in what's seen as the blue wall now, right? Or that used to be the red wall that all, that came down because of the massive Brexit vote, right? Like all the new intake, like there's been lots of quotes from those guys saying, I've had to now permanently tarnish my reputation because of a whip issue that I was forced into voting for something that the government didn't believe in and has made me look like a right bellend. And rightly so. So there's, he's, he's actually stabbed himself in the face, full in the face. It doesn't matter though, does it? It does, because it got Keir Starmer in the news. It was that much of an issue it managed to get light on Keir Starmer the cockroach under the fridge got light I don't think I thought he had COVID is he back in action it's been 10 days yeah has it fucking hell how he's been missed yeah he's, he's he's in the news he's actually in the news and he's come out and said look let's just call this what it is it's major corruption there's it's articles now there's articles now in right-meaning newspapers saying, "Can Boris is is Boris's sleaze going to affect the new Tory intake?" And the answer is, of course, it will. But it doesn't make a difference, does it? We've seen before how many times have the as the most as a Tory MP committed the most heinous crime, and then it's been covered up, and then it's been found out that there's been a cover-up, and it just doesn't matter. It makes no difference. We live in a state which 
accepts the, that. The thing is, it's it, at this point, it's Chinese water torture, isn't it? You can't say that you're voting for Tories for tax cuts when they're lying in their pockets and not giving the tax cuts to the people who who want it. The budget, the budget was a week ago, right? The, they raised the minimum wage, and then the next thing they did was try and make it so they could be kicked out of power. You know what I mean? Think, I just think if the They're, Labour Party gives someone a palatable leader, it might help because at the minute a vote for the Conservative Party was a vote not for Jeremy Corbyn and now it's a vote not for Keir Starmer. Well, he, d- he doesn't have any policies and he has the charm of a, a, of a, of a meat grinder. As, a, just... as I've mentioned before, I would suggest Angela Rayner might be the winning candidate here. Yeah. I, I, the thing is, he's once the next election he's gone. There's no way he survives another election. Yeah, okay, I see that. He just can't. Unless he, he storms it, but do you see him storming it? He doesn't have a he doesn't have a policy. I don't even know how he got it was he up against when he got elected. Oh, like fucking a, no one. Like a pissy a piss covered brick. <laughs> it was it was him, um one of the old Muppets from um the Muppet show. And the long lost Miliband brother Ted. <laughs> yeah. Ex Miliband. Ex Miliband. <laughs> yeah. He's he's the he's the civil rights candidate uh, activist that no one talks about. He refuses uh, he refuses. Oh, it, it, oh, I should have gone for TEDx. The level of corruption involved in this Patterson scandal is just unbelievable, though. If you, yeah, £100,000. What was it? He, he got given £100,000, six questions in Parliament, wrote letters to, to other companies using uh, commons-headed paper, which is basically... You, the reason you can't do that is because you're basically the government is asking you to do something. It's like spicy as hell. It, like Yeah, and Randox, the company that involved, this is why I think he's Patterson's just the fall guy here. Because Randox are deeply involved in um the VIP lane test and trace debacle as well. Oh, for fuck's sake. So Randox Oh yeah, they're the some, ones that test me. They do something weird with milk. They test. They test the. They test for hormones and toxins within milk. So, like, say it's like got too much estrogen or whatever. They'll they'll check for that. Right. Okay. Remember they when ended, like they they ended up this company winning like fucking half a billion quid's worth of government work for test and trace. Right. Um. Fuck. And Hancock Hancock had been over to see him in two thousand and nineteen. Mate, I being a Tory MP sounds like you get your palm absolutely greased oh it's, it's like, like being a football a football agent in the 80s <laughs> it, you know what? yeah or or a drug dealer in the 80s <laughs> so much money do you reckon you get better do you reckon you get better de- gear as a co- uh, as a tory now or as a drug dealer in the 80s they have to be sensitive, don't they? The Tories now they'll have like a little, they'll send out somebody to get the gear. They'll just send Michael Gove. <laughs> That's probably the only reason he's made it so far as he's he always buys the beak. Just the idea of Gove on Gove on a corner in his hoodie with the hood up, listening to grime while picking up the gack is one of my favourite nah, things. He stood on he stood on a busy crossroads pretending to make a phone call. <laughs> In great, 
in grey sweatpants. Fucking what a chud. What an absolute toad. Make, trying to make sure he gets in the uh, correct Asian man's car that he pulls up. <laughs> I once I once got in the uh, in the wrong drug dealer's car when I was picking up a bag of weed in Fallowfields. Did you get in, drugs? Yes. <laughs> Jesus. I got in the wrong drug dealer's car, which was pulling up on the same street where I was meeting my drug dealer at the same time. That's terrifying. That is yeah. terrifying. Um, <laughs> uh, right. Do you want to? Speaking of drug dealers, do you want to talk about um, uh, fucking uh, what's his name? Fucking is Mark Zuckerberg dealing some more meta to us? Oh dear God! You're gonna have to edit that out as well. Should we talk <laughs> about the rebrand of Facebook, Stephen? That's all you needed to say. Let's talk about the rebrand of Facebook. No, I am. I am doing clunky segues, and I refuse to edit that out. That was painful. Yeah, More you're painful welcome. The, have you seen the video? Oh yeah, it's bad. Where he talks to himself in a skeleton suit. Yeah, my hot take is that he has digitized himself in some way. Oh, like part like. The reason he looks vacant and stale is that he has digitized himself to a point beyond return. I think he is part of Meta. I think we will all become part of Zuckerberg. Like, <laughs> like if you're on Instagram, then you're actually in the tip of his dick. Oh right. So it's so what you're saying is we we have the singularity and it is Mark Zuckerberg. Mark and Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg is it. Zuckerberg is it. Did I don't you really see- understand what it is. I don't really know what it means. Okay, so uh, basically, uh, Metaverse is... Have you seen Snow Crash? No, Neur- Neuromancer? I've seen Neuromancer, yeah. I think it might be Neuromancer, but it's like... Basically, it's a book about like this dystopian world where everything is shit outside, so people withdraw to this, like... Uh, oh, a, this, like, basically this, like... Uh, VR world where they like live their lives and uh, he's taken the name of that and called the parent company of Facebook, Instagram and the rest of his holdings Metaverse because he wants VR uh, interactivity with that so basically it's it's I I think a really weird play on that which is fucked up if you think about it that's really strange, eh? But the the only thing I want to talk about is they staged his they staged a house for him, uh, and on one of the shelves behind him on the wood shelf, there's barbecue sauce. Well, so that's okay, you might like barbecue food. What in his living room? Have you got barbecue sauce in your living room on a bookshelf? Uh, I have sauce on a shelf in my kitchen. Is it a bookshelf? No, it's a hot sauce shelf. Right, and that's perfectly normal. It is in your kitchen where all the food stuff should go. If you're in your living room and you have... Right, there's nothing else on the shelf and it's one barbecue sauce. What sort of barbecue was it? Uh, People have got it, but uh, I can't remember right now. thank, Thank you for that insight. An applewood smoked barbecue sauce. Does that make it any better? Does that make it more? I just said something I didn't know, did I? No. Just made it up. Oh, right. Okay. Just made I'll just it up. We, could have, we could have thumbed our way through this show like that uh, like that fella David Fuller thumbed his way through a load of dead people. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's a good segue. I should take notes. I'm writing this down. One. Use the phrase thumb it in. <laughs> um, for our listeners who aren't sure, David Fuller. 
is a chap. Is that his name? Better check his name's right before I go <laughs> get any further. Yeah, that is his name. <laughs> You're just talking about some ch- some chap you met down the David pub. David Fuller has admitted this week to the bedsit murders of Wendy Nell and Caroline Pierce in 1987. Yeah. But not only that, he also has admitted to sexually assaulting over 80 dead bodies whilst he was working at a hospital. I've got to be honest, right? He's described as an electrician and maintenance engineer as well, which is somehow funny. <laughs> I always knew those electricians were up to something. I, I just can't. Right, I've... I have on occasion... <laughs> I don't know where this is going. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm going to say, I, I have on occasion swung the lead at work, right? You know, you take a little bit of extra time. You, you like, text someone while you're getting ice. You know, those kind of things. Have you ever had a wank while you're at work? No, I have had sex at work, full-blown and penetrative sex. <laughs> but I've not had a wank. God, no. <laughs> what am I? A fucking a criminal? full-blown full penetrative sex with a lady. I never said that. Um, how dare you put me in a box? Literally and figuratively. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I I don't know where you find the time to molest a corpse well, it, at and work. It depends what you're doing, doesn't it? If you were just titting him up, that's pretty easy. <laughs> Titting them up. Yeah. Titting them up. <laughs> what, he's just like, he just goes jiggle, 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 and that's Yeah, like... that's it. That's what, that's what he's into. He just likes cold, dead titties slapping on his cheeks. <laughs> oh, so, he, so he's motorboating them. That's he's, mo- than... he's motorboating them, yeah. So he's just like... <laughs> Is that titting them up? Is the motorboat titting them up? Grabbing them, really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't... Like, but I think I, if you get a motorboat, you're going to titter up first. No one's just going straight in for the motorboat, are they? Unless they're on a Hindu. <laughs> what? I just, I just like, I've got to be honest, right? Abuse of a corpse for me. For, uh, call me a purist all you want, but if so, like, say, say I'm a corpse, right, and someone grabs my junk, I don't think that wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh, someone's abused my corpse here. Would you? If someone's like... I mean, I don't know. Some people like hot chocolates. Some people like chocolate milkshakes. I swear to God. <laughs> My missus just came in and is just shaking her head at me because she's like, she's looking at me like, what is happening in my, what is happening in my living room? <laughs> why is the person, why is this person in my house? <laughs> But no, I've no plan to go near your corpse, you rancid mess. <laughs> I leave no. everything to you, including my corpse. <laughs> yeah, what? Like, like I don't think titting someone up is abuse of a corpse. I think you've got to at least put a finger in my ass before I complain about it. His wife's left him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, imagine, imagine. Like, every time she had cystitis during the 90s, she was like, did I get that off a corpse? He was <laughs> just the only man really hoping for a bleak prognosis on his wife's health. 
<laughs> just a real long-term plan. They'd lived together for 20 years and he's just waiting for the time. What made him stop murdering the people? Was it the access to the corpses, you think? Was he like... Because there's, cause there's like product killers, isn't there? And then there's like process killers. Do you think it he was a product killer? It does seem strange that you kill two people 30 years ago and then not kill again. Yeah, that's what I mean. So maybe Doesn't he was just like... Doesn't tend to happen, does it? So maybe he was just like, ah, oh, I'm into corpses. I found all these corpses. When did yeah, he stop... Yeah, t- When was the last time he touched up a corpse? Uh, I'm not Did sure he continue until he got caught, basically? And 80 uh, seems low, doesn't it? Well, there, there are many more victims. He's admitted to abusing 80. Oh, but he's suspected of, like, every single... So basically, this guy was a, t- a porter at a hospital, and he was just absolutely He was an electrician and maintenance engineer. He's an electrician? Yeah. How are they get? How's he getting near the corpses? He he gave him access to mortuaries. He's a hospital electrician. In fairness, he should not have access to any of the corpses. That is a failure of the system there. Okay. It's going to get darker. (laughs) Well, Um, one of the victims was Azra Kamal. Her mother said that her daughter had been violated three times by Fuller both before and after she had visited her in the mortuary. The final assault lasted 35 minutes. How do you find, like, right, your your shift is like eight hours, let's say. Stephen, he's shagging him here, I think. Yeah. And that sounds like, like, if you notice, if you notice, Jesus. Imagine turning up and, like, Who's had a go on my daughter? Imagine turning up for work and the electrician's shagging one of your corpses. <laughs> what? Yeah. When you were the one supposed to shag that one, you'd pick that one out as special. You know what I mean? It's not often you get a, a hot 25-year-old corpse, no marks on them. That's too much for me. <laughs> what do you want to do? What? What? <laughs> well, it's the end of the loosest sense, everyone. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I was, I was, I was doing improv. I'm gonna go over here. I'm gonna sip a sip of my Lucas Aid and pretend that that never happens. <laughs> so yeah, he, serial killer caught finally. Good, good news. Did he, Good news. Did, he, did he get caught because he was like fondling up some corpse? I don't know. I don't it wasn't know. good police caught, work, I can tell you that. I very much doubt it. Um, yeah. Not really sure. Uh, don't really know. Shocking details have emerged. They're all shock, those shocking details are always emerging, aren't they? Yeah, they love emerging shocking details. They never fucking stay hidden where they should. <laughs> yeah, like I, like I, I wouldn't want to know that that one of my loved ones had been titted up, as Binsley so eloquently put it, by some electrician. I'd be like, that's the bit that annoyed me. You know what I mean? Like, what? Because he's an electrician. Yeah. Because he's a member of the working class, Stephen. 
Absolutely not. First of all, that electrician would have been getting paid way more than I would, right? I'm a member of the working class. That gentleman is middle class. He's definitely earning 60000 If he's not earning 60000 he should go and get himself uh, a different gig. He's an electrician. They're in high demand, bidders. Just because he's a corpse fucker doesn't mean that he's not earning an, uh, more than sixty grand. I mean, it's a lot of money. To, I, I reckon um, they're on shit money, hospital electricians. Do you think? Yeah, because it'll be like a maintenance contract, won't it? You just get paid like 25 grand a year. Oh, nah. That can't be true. That can't be true. Do you think? Do you think? Yeah. I think so. I think those shit stable jobs where you just go and do like your trade for on a particular site. Seems like you earn less money to me. Right. So I've just gone on 36. 36,000, and that's for a junior one. All right. Yeah, so, great. Was that in London, though, Stephen? No. Because you get paid uh, £2 million a year for being a nut picker in London, don't you? Um, From my experience, every nut that I've had to pick has had to be free, and I've usually had to do it under an underpass. Um, I'm scared of underpasses. You're scared of underpasses? I always avoid them. Seem very muggy. Yeah, oh yeah, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like, uh, I right, I'm a man who's been mugged a lot. And the, I've, uh, three How times, many times. How many times have you been mugged? Uh, physically assaulted and had my stuff taken, or just physically assaulted? No, mugged, mugged I think, by its nature, involves having some sort of theft occurred. Otherwise, it's just an assault. Right, okay, well, people have tried to rob me a lot. And I've bit had my sh- the shit kicked out of me, but uh, God, I think that counts. Yeah, like I think, tra- I think, I think attempted robbery or robbery, yeah, yeah. with uh, force and or threats of violence is a mugging. So use that parameter. Above forty, mate. Above, above forty. Forty. Yeah, yeah. Forty. What uh, sort think- of a vibe are you giving off? Just twink, twink vibe, like absolutely muggable. Like, uh, yeah, in London, I've I've been uh, I've been people have tried to tried to mug me three, four times. Oh, yeah, five times, five times. Why for, don't you get like I've a spiky three, jacket? Yeah, just why don't you just walk around like a hedgehog? Um, no, it's because I just it's for most of my life I've thought that buses were excuses excuses for travel so i just put myself in late situations walking the streets and you're just running the odds down there you know what i mean yeah you don't need to be walking home at night if you've been mugged 40 times yeah exactly that's what i mean i just like why don't you carry a knife because that's how i end up getting stabbed (laughs) (laughs) i think you should carry a knife Stephen. protect yourself maybe a gun you know what? I should. I should shoot first. That's questions later. <laughs> like a dirty Harry would. Um, but yeah, it's just, yeah, it's fucking wild. Like, yeah, underpass is not, not the vibe for me. And like, obviously not unless it's for a sexual reason. Oh, have I, hmm, have I had sex more in more underpasses than I've had? Do we count? Right. So do we count an underpass? As anywhere a road goes over, or do you have special criteria for an underpass? Well, you're trying to count bridges as underpasses. 
That's what I'm asking. Does under bring... a bridge is not an underpass. Right. Unless it has those lights in the walls. Right, so it's got to have lights in the walls. I think That's it's got what... to have lights in the walls to qualify as an underpass. Otherwise, you're just under a bridge. Right, okay. Then... That seems reasonable, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, I've been mugged three times in underpasses. I've only had lights on the wall. I think I'm at. I think I'm at one. How many times lights. under bridges? <laughs> enough, enough, Minus. And how many of those people were trolls? <laughs> In their own little ways, I think each one was imagining they were a troll. Uh, I think. Oh God! I, I there was a period of time where I where I got to a point where I was having sex out outside more than I was indoors. I I knew a girl like that once. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, just, I just, yeah, I, I, there was the rush of being caught mm. that I enjoyed. Yeah, this young lady was into alleyways. Oh yeah, love an alleyway. Like, like alleyways only. Mm. By the bins, by yeah, the bins. Yeah, all that. Yeah, under yeah. under people's bal- under people's ground floor balconies. Oh yeah, under yeah, a ground floor balcony. Yeah, no, bang me head. Wild. <laughs> Banged my head. <laughs> Jesus. What what a phrase. Uh did you see the arrest of twelve people at the fifth uh, at the bonfire celebration? Bonfire celebration? What are we celebrating? Anti maskers. Uh well Yeah, anti maskers celebrating like all wearing guy forks masks. I feel like anti maskers bum fireworks. Right, they've got it, right? They were all wearing V for Vendetta masks. And They're like... the same people, aren't they? Well, no. For for me, uh, the V for Vendetta people, it 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 didn't used to be that toxic. And then four anonymous got hold of it, and then suddenly it became like the most toxic thing on the planet. Who are those anonymous people? Nobody knows. <laughs> could be anyone, couldn't they? They're a hacker collective. They could be anyone. Are they really? Well, they used to be. Fuck knows what they are now. Scientology ruined Anonymous. In what way? So Anonymous was always like a hacktivist community and they would just like prick the pomposity of people, right? So they'd be like, oh, this person's getting a big bit too big for their boots. Let's take piss out of them, hack their website and write something ridiculous on there. Or like... um, like out out all their details or like basically ruin their business or what have you, right? And Scientology came along and they were like, This is weird, this. And then they started protest protesting in the real world, which caused a major rift. And then like a lot of the hackers went one way and some other hackers went another way and it basically broke up what was the community. Well. Yeah. yeah. That was a beautiful story. You you're welcome to it. Again, full of facts, no personality. <laughs> oh, dear me. Right, what else has happened this week, Stephen? Uh, the police have been sharing photos of dead women with each other. <laughs> like, they're I mean, Pokemon, like, they're 15 year, like they're 13 year olds with Pokemon cards. Hold on, let's clarify that. The police have been caught sharing <laughs> photographs of dead women this week. They, I imagine they share them every week, just this <laughs> yeah. week. They have been caught. <laughs> yeah, this is the week where someone made an up. Someone was opening the WhatsApp group titled "Dead Bodies and Dat," 
with uh, emo- with skull emojis on the side. This that's the WhatsApp group. We all know that's what's the WhatsApp group called. It's definitely got emojis in the title. It's three knives and three skulls. That's the group, and that's what that watch. Other ones called racist memes and fast cars. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, um, two sisters that were murdered uh, in uh, uh, London just before this Sarah. Sarah Everard case. It seems that the police have been sharing uh, photos of their corpses between people not involved in the investigation, or as some call it, gross incompetence. I was uh, on Greater Manchester Police's disciplinary outcomes webpage the other day, which is one of my favourite places places to live. And just so we're aware, this week uh, the only major problem that's been the Greater Manchester Police is that a member of staff has been sentenced for child sex offences. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Abdul Barry Shafiq uh, has been sentenced after pleading guilty in August to two counts of inciting a child to engage in sexual communication. I assume that is, come on, love, send us a picture of your tits. Or what would you do with my cock? Yeah. yeah, horrible, horrible man. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a, it's a, your head's got to be your head's got to be pretty baffled to like. I bet he thought he'd get away with it. Oh, I work for the police. I'll definitely get away with it. These guys are just like on the rape on the reg. They're all on the rape on the reg. <laughs> yeah, like in London, man. Like, it's like I like genuinely. Every police officer I see now that's male, right? There's usually like two to four of them and then one female police officer walking them like dogs. It feels like I'm on a pride parade. Like, and there's a lesbian walking a bunch of fellas on leashes. It's wild. Coffers aren't allowed out unaccompanied anymore. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like they've got to take their mum to the cinema. You know what I mean? (laughs) So otherwise they just can't keep their hands off the pick and mix. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like smoking fags and stealing pick and mix. So their mum's had to come along. Because she knows her boy Roy is an absolute fucking wrongan. What a shit gig that, isn't it? Just fucking take these two dickheads out for the day, make sure they don't feel anybody up. Yeah, like I saw one. I saw one police officer uh, on his own stop and search an an individual, and I was like, "Well, this is a crime. We're all witnessing a crime." And I was just stood there and went, "You don't have to show him anything, you know." He has to call for backup if he wants to search you. And the guy went, "Really?" I'm like, "Yes." And the copper went, "Why did you do that?" I'm like, "Cause you're committing a crime, you dickhead." And I just walked and I just stood there. And I was like, went to get my phone out, and then he gets up, gonna need backup for a stop and search onto his thing. I was like, you little fucking criminal. I'm like, you are rogue, mate. Just like, that's it. Has he told you you're under arrest? He's like, no, then you can leave. <laughs> just walk away from this this man stopping you in the street because he's a rapist. <laughs> like, just go. So, like, and it was just like this obviously, this foreign guy who didn't know the rules, and he just was stopping and searching him. Like, it was bad. It was a bad scene, man. Wow. Yeah, man. They're just at it. They're just constantly trying to abuse the rules for their own fucking favor. They are not police. I don't know what they are now, but they are fucking... They don't... They play by their own set of rules. 
That's why they need chaperones. Jesus Christ. Anyway, anyway. sorry about that that absolute diversion. Um Oh, the the US uh, uh Biden got his 1 trillion uh tax uh, uh 1 billion 1 trillion pound bill through. Actually did it. I didn't think it was going to happen, but he got through the the reconstruction, the regrowth plan. Hasn't he been busy this week also blocking JFK files from being released? Oh, <sighs> right. So the files. Oh, no, this is where you talk about JFK for far too long, isn't it? I swear, I will condense it into the shortest <laughs> amount of time I possibly humanly can. Right. So, cards on the table. I believe JFK was shot by one person. That person was Lee Harvey Oswald. He shot him because Lee Harvey Oswald was a mentalist, right? Full stop. Just a, just a crazy white man. How many white? How many crazy white people have just They're shot? Crazy shot. white people with guns are so rare, though. <laughs> oh yeah, Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse, man. He's just there's, there's hardly any Kyle Rittenhouses. Every week, you know the US. You know what the uh, uh, kill count a day is mass shootings per day. Do you want to know what that is? It's one point nine eight a day this year. But that's is mass shooting over two people. No, it's uh, over three. Because I think I think really I don't think three is a mass shooting. I mean, it's quite a bit of a shooting. <laughs> I would say I would say to qualify as mass. They should probably move that definition to around eight. I think uh, I don't mean seven's you, mass. Are you Boris Johnson? Right. If I murder, if I came to your house and killed three people, would I have killed a mass? Uh, just that- a family, Stephen. <sighs> yeah, a loving family that you've taken <laughs> from the world. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So all the stuff about JFK is released. It was done slipshot and really and and really fucking bungled by the people who did it at the time. So do you think there was another shooter? No. You think that's just a nonsense? What about that other bullet? There is no other bullet. There is that one that went ping, 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 ping. It didn't. Ping, 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 ping. The magic bullet is a nonsense Ooh. theory that was per- back that- into the side. First of all, it's back into the left, and Sorry. it didn't go back into the left. That that's not the Sapruda tape, and it's not uh, shown correctly. All you remember is JFK. That's all people remember. So they think it's real because of the film JFK. The yeah, actual that was a documentary, wasn't it, with Kevin Costner in? It was a documentary with Kevin Costner. Like I imagine, like co- Waterworld. <laughs> yeah, like Waterworld. That's becoming a documentary. <laughs> Have you seen the tattoos on Greta Thunberg's back? <laughs> she does look like she's from Waterworld a bit. A bit. You reckon a... she's got gills? Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. You know, they said that, remember she went She went to whatever climate conference she was going to on a uh, on a yacht to avoid flying. She didn't go on a fucking yacht, Stephen. She swam. <laughs> it was it was actually one of the Waterworld ships, you know, with Aaron, her camera. Erin Costner. Yeah, the last two people on Earth. Then we then start a new humanity. All the spawn of Costner and Thunberg. She can't. She can't stay on land too long. She hasn't got her land legs. 
<laughs> I would love it if she had gills. Oh, it's, it's why, why did and the reason she's so annoying is to put everyone off climate change. She so is she fucking. Can... Why have they picked the most annoying spokesperson in the universe? Because she's a CIA operative, Benners. So are the gills real? Are they faked by the CIA? <laughs> At this point, who knows? <laughs> That's part of it. That's the second level of the conspiracy. Really, if you wanted, you wanted someone to champion the cause of, well, not champion the cause of climate change, but to be the forefront of the anti-climate change movement, why didn't they pick someone? It's like putting Corbyn in charge of the Labour Party all over again. First of all, cardigans. I just can't wait. I've got. I bought so many cardigans, hoping that Corbyn would stay in. Oh, Greta looks like she wears beads. And that Ooh. is never a good look. <laughs> that is a harsh indictment. Harsh indictment of Greta Thunberg. The princess of our hearts, Greta. Stephen, don't take down his name in vain, please. <laughs> oh, mate, I can't wait to hate watch that film, Spencer. And speaking oh, I'm of... I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm speaking of that, we crash into TV Town. Welcome to TV Town. Binners, have you been watching anything, listening, or reading? In case you know you got- what I watched? I watched uh, a Mark Ruffalo movie called Dark Waters. Oh, I've been avoiding that. It was a, um, it was all right, you know. It was a dramatization of the of a lawsuit involving a man played by Mark Ruffalo suing a company whose name I've forgotten because they made some sort of chemical that they used for Teflon in the 50s and may or may not have poisoned everybody in the world. Yeah. Uh, It was good. I like a Mark Ruffalo movie. Mark Ruffalo's very compelling. I find him very compelling. I find him very, very Mark Ruffalo-y in every film. Oh, he plays one character and it's Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, but he does smash the back out of Mark Ruffalo. Oh yeah, if you want Mark Ruffalo, go to Mark Ruffalo. Like Bruce Willis, isn't it? Like you're not getting any Bruce Willis isn't doing characters anymore. Also, why is Bruce Willis still making movies? Cause no one told him he has he got a tax bill? Does he owe his wife ex wife money? What is happening? Because he must make I he must do four a year. Yeah, and, and they're all bad. And it, but that doesn't matter, but why is it why is he still bothering? He doesn't need the money, surely. Like, I'm sure there is an independent film about two gay cowboys kissing that he can be in and try and act instead of, like, walking around being an action hero that no one believes anymore. Do you think when he started to go bald around Die Hard, between Die Hard 2 and 3 that he made a pact with the devil? <laughs> right. And that the only... He still... He spends so much money on hair replacement, failed hair replacement surgeries, that that's why he's still working? That he's just trying to get his hair back? Like, and he thinks that if he earns enough money, eventually he can spend it and his hair will come back and it'll look like he did again in Die Hard 2. I don't know anything about hair replacement, 
But in my head, do they take hair follicles from your bum and then put it in your scalp? Stephen, they do indeed take hair follicles from your bum and put it on your scalp. So you're a bumhead in the... Yes. Um, but you think that a rich man like Rick Willis could get a graft from somewhere else? Maybe from, like, a young climate activist like Greta Thunberg. <laughs> he could have Greta Thunberg's bum hair on his head. <laughs> like... The thing is, does it make? Wouldn't it make more sense to like put the the pubic region up there? Because that's then you'd a, be a dickhead, though, wouldn't you? No one wants yeah. to be a dickhead. <laughs> your bum hair, your bum hair isn't pubic hair, though, is it? Oh, is it not? No, your bum hair is like hair, hair, like your arm hair. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Your pubic, your pubes, your pebs, as they call <laughs> them in uh, in South Wirral. Pebs, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. your pebs are different to your bum hair. Your bum hair is like actual hair, like your, ha- your hair on your head. Ah, oh, right. I didn't. Know. Oh, and they get it off there because they. they yeah, your beard, scarring. your beard's pube. Right. Okay. But your hair in your your hair in your ass is the same as the hair on your head. I thought anything. I thought eyebrows and down were pubes. Eyebrows aren't pubes because you can get pubic lice in your eyebrows, but you can't get them in your scalp. I just think that's because they're closer to your dick. What? I just don't. I just don't think. Is that, is that a joke about me being a dickhead? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so I watched this movie. It had Mark yep. Ruffalo in it. Yeah. Um, and it was a dramatization of this court case. It was very, 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 very long and very, very dull and full of a lot of legal nonsense. But the story was quite good. I think yep. it would have made a better documentary. Yeah, you got that feeling. So yeah. what? It wasn't as charming as Aaron Brockovich then. It was not as charming as Aaron Brockovich, but nothing in life is. <laughs> yeah, I find that as well. Right, I watched two things at the cinema. Ooh, look at me. I go outside wearing a mask. <laughs> I don't. I'm a badass. I eat, how, can, how can I have wear a stop, mask and ceased, eat snacks? Have you ceased mask wearing? No, no, I do wear it. Even on public transport? Yeah. Of course, on public transport. In my, visits, in my visit to London last week, I noted that mask wearing rates were much higher in London than they are in Manchester. Yeah, people, people, because there's more like you're closer to people. Manchester Unless, don't give a fuck no more. Is there no masks? Not I mean, really. Zero, zero masks. Ten percent, I'd say, on public transport. Ugh. Not including me, I've burned my mask. I would. Never wearing one again, Stephen. We're over it. Coronavirus is gone. We're, we're even literally, though, even though the figures are higher, it's the exact same height as they were in May 2020 when we <laughs> locked down for six months. But I think we're over it. <laughs> it's horrifying. I just wear my mask because I don't trust anybody else's actually taking care of themselves. You know what I mean? Like, why no, would people I... are out there fingering corpses, Stephen? No one gives a fuck. <laughs> It's the end of the pandemic. Time to get time to start some gungeon. Oh, I never talked about gungeon. You know what gungeon is? Oh god, no. Right, okay, so it's the act of Does it involve Dave Benson Phillips? <laughs> no. In a way it should. Um so you uh, go down on a corpse and you either do analingus or cunnilingus, depending on uh, the genitals of the, the corpse. Well all and- all of them have a bumble. Yeah, but like you might want to if 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 there's a vagina, you may go for the v- vagina, but you can still gunge. If you had to lick either the vaginal hole or the anally hole of a person, corpse deceased, which would you yeah. choose? Oh, I think of that. 
It's not, Stephen. It's a very simple equation. I don't think it is. What smells worse, old fish or old poo? Old poo just goes white, doesn't it? Exactly. <laughs> dog parks. We've all experienced exactly. dog parks. Yeah. But anyway, so you're going down on them, and then you press on the stomach to release the juices. Ah! <laughs> That's called gungeon. So I went to the cinema, and I watched two films. <laughs> I watched Venom, Let the Carnage Begin, or whatever the hell it's called. And how was that? When I tell you it is a trans narrative about Venom coming out as trans. Yeah. Right? And um, uh, Tom Hardy and Venom falling slowly in love with each other to the point where they're at the sun... Where, where they're... You're never going to watch this. It's fine. They're on a sunset beach declaring their love for each other i'm not exaggerating there's a scene where venom comes out at a little sims gig wow yeah right uh it's nicely paced it's as weird as the comic book it's fine actually i think it's 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 perfectly serviceable and the fight sequences aren't that long so yeah watchable Definitely just wait for it to be on Now TV or whatever. Yeah, I could do that. I yeah, easy. Wait. You'll 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 pass the time and then it'll get to the bit where it's just basically a gay love story and you'll be like, this is the most interesting mar- most interesting comic book film I've seen. I uh, I watched the whole series of a TV show called Departure this week. Oh wait. So occasionally I find in life there seems to be this trend where Sky Witness or Sky Alibi yeah. Make these really shitty shows, and they do one. They do kind of like one season under the radar, and then they'll launch season two with a really over the top, like we've got a new budget kind of special. And this is what happened for Departure. So I watched season two point one, which is uh, ostensibly about a uh, a nice Scottish lady who investigates uh, crashes. So this was a train crash in this uh, in this instance. So she, there's a big train crash. She goes and investigates, finds out what happened, does a bit of forensics, blah, 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 does some investigating, finds out who the culprits are, solves the problem, yeah? Right. So like Seems um, formulaic, yes. but enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. So I went back and I watched season one. Season one, six episodes, about a plane crash this time. Oh, uh, that's the one I'm aware of. That's the one you're aware of. Okay, well, it's fucking terrible, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. I turned it oh, off after episode my one. God, I watched all six episodes. I don't know what I was doing. But season two looks good. Yeah, season one was so bad, I'm surprised. Oh, really, really? Because everything universally on either Alibi or Witness are terrible. Nah, Witness has got that one show that's decent. What, Uh, Coroner? Yeah. Coroner's shit. Although you you find the lady attractive because she has short hair and shoulders like she played hockey. First of all, that is wildly accurate. How fucking dare you? And second of all, I also find her performance really charming. So yeah, <laughs> you ever been outed on a podcast? It feels very strange. This is what Venom must have felt like during that entire film. An hour ago, you revealed you're a paedophile. So no, no, definitely not. Eighteen years old. Thank you very much. But how long have you fancied her for? No, never. I don't. I don't find her attractive now. It's just mm. funny to say. No, never. <laughs> She's not right, my type. Not, this is she the look, end of the show. We don't do disclaimers here. She just looks like a stick insect. She looks like 
she only washes using some sort of hemp wax. I've got, if she, right, you know me. If she starts looking like a hockey player with the short hair, of course I'm into her. But she doesn't look like that, so not my type. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, and the other film I watched was Dune. I watched Dune. Dune. Timothy, yeah, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, made famous in the eighties with the David Lynch film. It's a oh, novel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware oh, of that. I didn't. Is it a remake? Yeah, remake. They did a remake. And how was it? Uh, it was shot beautifully. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be shit, though. It's it's actually not. The reason for my like disappointed tone is genuinely the film just focuses on what is ostensibly a fifth of the book. It's actually before the book gets going at. Like, so, you know, like there's always a bit of a novel that's a bit of a slog to get through. Yeah. That's the bit, that's that's what the film focuses on. And it's all about this one bit. So there's a bit, so I don't, I don't want to spoil, like the book's pretty shit. And so, so like, I'm fine. Like it's weird, but like any sci-fi fan kind of has to go through Dune at some point. You know what I mean? It's like one of those books. So if you're a fantasy person, you have to do Game of Thrones, Wheel of Time. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, And Dune's one of those like fundamental sci-fi things. Uh, but ultimately, it focuses on this uh, 12-year-old boy called Paul Atreides and uh, the machinations of all the people around him and how he navigates through that. But fundamentally, it's a book about colonization in the Middle East and the effect of acid on culture. That's what like the narratives throughout it are. Um, And there's a bit of the book where basically they're given the planet that makes a chemical that they give to pilots so that they can do deep space travel, right? They take it away. The emperor takes it away from one family and gives it to the other family, but it's a ploy. It's a machination by, the emperor to get rid of this really popular person who's rising in esteem for all the rest of the houses to kind of get rid of him. And it focuses on just that little narrow bit of the story, which is a fifth of the book and actually doesn't relate to the rest of the book in any conceivable way. So I, f- I felt shortchanged at the end of the film because of that, but everything about the film is good. Like Stellan Skarsgård's performance is fl- like literally flawless. It is wonderful. He plays Baron Harkonnen and is amazing. I don't think I'm ever going to go to the cinema ever again. You should. You should. You should definitely do it. I don't like it anyway. You don't like the cinema? No. Why? Well, for a start, right? There's other people there. You can't pick the volume. You can't pick the brightness. There are other people there. This is ne- right. So, first of all, go to the first showing of the day. You won't find a single other person there. Well, why can't I just watch it at home where I've got where it's nice and warm on my telly? I don't because it's the aspect ratio is amazing and it's fully surround sound and it's. I've got great. a big telly, Stephen. It's massive. Have you got surround sound? I have, yeah. All around me. <laughs> I swear, God, me and you are gonna, <laughs> me and you are gonna have a fucking fist fight. I really like the cinema. It's one of my. It's one of the best places in the world, and I will not have it besmirched by the likes of you. So, at the start of this month, we said that we were going to go the whole month 
not doing alcohol or uh, stimulants. Yes. Okay. I would like to report that I went from the third to the th- to the fourth having no alcohol. <laughs> like the full month, did an extra two days. Well, yesterday well was the first day because it was my mate's birthday, so I had a bit. I did the first to the tenth of October. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. To, I'm glad. So you did. You did. A, you did a full. A full ten days. Full ten days. Yeah. Of no. No drugs whatsoever. CBD doesn't count, right? Uh. Nah. It's just a relaxation thing. I think it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't alter your mind, does it? Yeah. No, that's fine then. Yeah. First of the tenth. Yeah. I, After I did, that, I got fucked. You just got absolutely slammed in. Slammed in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, I've, I found it a really good month. It actually sorted out my mental health in a way. And uh, two days ago, I had a, a revelation about my mental health and it really helped me. It hasn't stopped the nightmares, but yeah, I'm doing much better during my waking hours. Highly recommend it. Gave me well, that's lovely to hear, Stephen. What a, what a wonderful show it's been. <laughs> well. I love how it's just come stumbling to an end yet again. Look, I'm trying earnestness. Right, and I'm okay. doing a recap thing. I can't wait to. I can't wait till all we talk about is Jonathan Creek. Oh God, yeah. I think season three is coming up where we just do where we just do murder mystery show recaps. To be honest with you, it's got. I think. I think having a little reset of the or doing another podcast. I don't. I don't care. Well, anything that fucking floats my ego. I'm going to think of a name for a Jonathan Creek podcast, and then we're going to do that. Do you want to do just Jonathan Creek, or do you want know. to just review yeah, minute all by minute of Jonathan Creek? Absolutely not. I do not have. The, I'm not devoting the rest of my life to a fucking Jonathan Creek podcast. That's not <laughs> happening. But I'll, 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 I'll review murder mystery shows because I fucking love them. Who does? All right, who as long do- as, well, let's practice next week, and we'll start with Jonathan Creek. I'm going to watch season one. You're going to watch I th- right? We should come up with a format. But yeah, I, I rate the first episode, the last episode, and uh, one like the best episode according to like we'll decide a critic, and then we'll talk about those three, and that can be it. Yeah, amazing. Right. So tune in next week when we change the show and we move on to season three. Cha cha cha. This may or may not happen. <laughs> yeah, depends on inertia, innit?